0: And Jesus this is the Good News Every Station, WCNO, WCNO news Palm City.
1: Sunshine Carpet Cleaning. A WCNO corporate underwriter has been providing the Treasure Coast with the finest in carpet, upholstery, and oriental rug cleaning since 1977. Now, Sunshine Carpet Cleaning can restore your tile and grout to their original colors with one-of-a-kind procedures. Sunshine Carpet Cleaning is trained, licensed, and insured, so let them put a little sunshine into your life. Sunshine Carpet Cleaning, available at 772-878-1188. Christian Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Good morning, I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8, 32 says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
0: I want to know what Pastor Abraham could have went to and said, Pastor, God wants me to kill my son. Are you with me this morning? What Bible school did Elijah go to that makes axe heads float? Hmm? How many of you understand this morning that God's ready to blow your mind and blow your circuits? He's ready to do things that have never been done and take us to dimensions that we don't even understand yet, that we've never realized. He said, I'm going to do things that are beyond the frame of your reference. You might have been in the wilderness for 40 years, and you ain't got a clue what it means to move into the promised land. But get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. The other thing he's doing, listen to me. God's going to do things that he only has faith for. That might not fit in your doctrine, but that's the truth. Amen. Amen. God's going to get us to a place where there's a church that rises up above their own mediocre faith and they no longer live by what they can generate anymore but they begin to live by the faith of the Son of God that's on the inside of them. Hmm? Galatians 2.20 says, For it is no longer I that live but it is Christ that lives in me and the life that I live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who died and gave himself for me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In other words, we're going to move beyond the I can get it faith. I've had about all the I can get it faith I can stand. Amen. And we're going to have the God kind of conquering faith where the enemy has no authority and no power to do anything in our lives anymore. So God's going to move me beyond my frame of reference and do things that only He has faith for. But watch this. In order for that to happen in our lives, we're going to have to accurately know how to embrace this transitional season in the church. We've got to know how to do it. How many know we're in a transitional season in this nation? Come on, it's changing. The United States of America 20 years ago will never exist again. It's changing. How many of you know we're in a transitional season in the body of Christ? It's not the same body of Christ that it was 20 years ago. The Holy Spirit's been moving. Amen. And how many of you understand this morning that Truth Church is in a transitional season? God's doing some neat things around here. Amen. You know, much of what has happened in our generation in the church has plateaued. It's the same old goosebumps and the same old thrills and the same old chills. It's been going on for the last 20 or 30 years. Isn't that right? Somebody needs to stand up and say, that move is over. Stop trying to resurrect it. Stop playing that same song over and over. That move is gone. Amen? There's still people out there trying to recreate the Toronto blessing and the Brownsville revival. The Lakeland Revive, trying to redo it and, re, and stir it up and get in the flesh and lay on the floor and laugh for three hours trying to get a move of God. And all they're doing is laying on the floor laughing for three hours. Trying to recreate something that happened a long time ago. Amen? Can I tell you something? God is more up to date than tomorrow morning's newspaper. He knows what He's doing. Amen? And He's always on the move. The Holy Ghost is always moving. He's always doing Come on, somebody. Talk to me. Amen? God is moving. God ain't run out of moves. His thoughts are not your thoughts. We ought to praise Him just for that. But I'm telling you, He's about to move on our house like He's never moved on this house before. But it's going to take a generation of people that are willing to embrace a transitional season and move into another dimension of living. Hallelujah. Hmm? Matthew 25, the Bible talks about the parable of the ten virgins. He said, Five had oil and five didn't have oil. And we always preach about the five that didn't have oil. They weren't ready, they weren't prepared. They are terrible people. Didn't have their oil. And the five that didn't have oil, well, they were just ready for Jesus. But if the truth is going to be told and you read the whole story, how I many all ten of them went to sleep? But thank God for the prophets and thank God for the watchmen. Amen. Because the prophets stayed awake. All ten virgins went to sleep. The prophet stayed awake and the watchman stayed awake and said, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. And at that moment, the five wives got up and they had enough oil to go into the next dimension. They had enough oil to get to the next level. But the Bible says it was the watchman that cried out at midnight. Somebody say midnight. Midnight. Listen, midnight is the moment between two seasons. Hmm. Those of you that understand the significance of the prophetic understand that. Because if we can hear the voice of the prophets, we'll recognize that the prophetic word will come at the moment between two seasons. So we'll know how to navigate into the next dimension of our life or the next season of our life. Come on now. Thank God for the prophetic. You say, well, I don't know if I want to trust all those prophetic and I don't know if I believe in this apostolic thing. Well, listen, I ain't got a lot of time to get in at this morning because we only got an hour. But if you go look in Luke chapter 13, it says that Jesus stood up and said to those of you, you have killed the prophets and stoned the ones who have been sent to you. The sent to you is talking about apostles. That's what that means, sent to you, apostles. Amen? He said, in other words... You churches out there, you've killed the prophetic ministry and you've stoned all the apostolic people that come to you. He said, this is what's going to happen to you when you reject the apostolic ministry and you reject the prophets because you wouldn't receive them. Your house has now been left desolate. That's why there's churches with 100 people all across this nation because they won't let nobody prophesy and they don't believe in the ministry of the apostle. We've been burnt because of always time somebody comes in with a word. Oh, it's a Jezebel spirit. Jezebel, Jezebel, and we get all afraid. Well, I ain't having none of that in my church. They're too flaky. You better watch them. And the next thing you know, we've killed the prophetic move in a church, and the house lies desolate. Come on, it's a five-fold ministry. We've got a charismatic church. We've got a charismatic church that believes in the office of the pastor and the office of the teacher and the office of the evangelist, but we won't have anything to do with a prophet and we won't have anything to do with an apostle because they intimidate us. Hmm. And then he said, you won't get any relief for your church. You won't get any relief for your house until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. When the prophet shows up, you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Then your house is blessed. Amen. He said, until you get happy about who I send you, then you won't be able to move into the next dimension. Until you get happy about the word that I'm bringing you, you're not going to grow into the next place. How many know there are some things that God's going to say to us about the next dimension that might not make us comfortable? Hmm? But He's going to take us to a place we've never been. And we're going to do some things we've never done. We've just got to trust Him. Hmm? I've told you this many times. God sent the Holy Ghost to be the comforter. He comforts us when we're in need. But let me know, He also sent the Holy Ghost to afflict the comfortable. Hmm? Amen. Listen to me. There's a midnight cry coming to this church. There's a season change coming to this church and to the body of Christ. And we're in the moment between two seasons. There's something in the momentum of this house. There's a rumbling in the spirit. If you've been here for the last couple months, you can sense that God is up to something big in this place. There's like a rolling thunder reverberating through the halls of this house. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Don't miss this now. Watch this. Every new day begins in darkness. Every new day begins in darkness. Listen, prophetically speaking, it's a new day. It's a new day. Come on, somebody say it's a new day. Anybody got a prophecy in the last year or so and somebody said there's a new thing happening or there's a new day or it's a new season for you? Anybody heard that? Raise your hand. Anybody been told that? New day? Come on, prophetically speaking, it's a new day. God's doing a new thing. Amen? Hmm. And when God does a new day or does a new thing, it's usually something we ain't never seen before. (laughs) This shows up, or the pastor stands up and says something we've never heard before. And and while we're out to lunch, we're going, you know, I ain't never heard that before. I think he's done lost his mind. I don't know if I believe that or not. I don't see no scripture to back that up. I ain't never heard that before. What is he doing down there? Well, how many of you know this? If it's a new thing, then ding, 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 ding. Nobody ain't never heard of it before. Duh. Amen. That means that God may get you out of your frame of reference and do something that you ain't never seen done before. He might do something that walks you off your map and he might take you to a territory that you don't even know what the landscape looks like and tell you that's your new territory and that you need to possess it. Come on now, because God's about to begin something, and it may not be clear at this moment. But the longer you walk on the journey, the clearer it's going to become. Come on, amen. How many know on the Jewish calendar every new day goes starts at sundown, not sunup? Isn't that right? On our calendar, every new day begins one minute after midnight. In the Book of Genesis, the Bible says, "And the evening and in the morning were the first day." So what does that mean? That means that when God begins to change the pattern, when God begins to enlarge the pattern, when God begins to restructure the church in the beginning days, it's dark out there. You can't always see what's going on. You can't see your hand in front of your face sometimes. Amen? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't always add up. It doesn't look right all the time. You don't know if you're going to do it perfectly. You're still trying to navigate through the dark times. You have to walk with greater ease because you haven't yet mastered it. But how many of you know the new day has already begun? It's already begun. It might be 3 a.m. in the morning, but the new day has already begun. It's already here. It may be 4 a.m. and you can't see anything cool about the new day yet. It's because it's still dark outside. But you're four hours into the new day. God's doing a new thing. Come on, listen to me, church. See, I hear the Lord saying to some of you, and you've had this prophetic word over your life, and new things have begun in your life, and you say, well, I don't see anything new. Well, guess what? It started at midnight. Keep going in faith. Keep going in faith. It's just 4 a.m., It may not be clear to you yet what God's doing. You just can't see it yet. But if you keep walking, you'll recognize God has already begun to perform something in your life that He promised you a long time ago. The manifestation of your potential is coming out. Amen? Amen. Come on, somebody ought to shout this morning. That's shout worthy. That's why Hosea said there are some things you won't know until you follow to know. That sounds like doublespeak, don't it? Hmm? Is everybody all right Jesus said to his disciples, There are things I'm telling you right now, boys, you don't even understand. But you will understand them. Huh? Didn't he say that? I mean, there are some things the disciples said amen to. They didn't even have a clue what they were saying amen to. Come on. Jesus said, I'm going to die. Destroy this temple in three days, I'll raise it up. And they all went, amen! And when he died, they all went fishing. Ain't that right? How many of you know there are some things that you come to understand? The disciples came to understand that he actually got up out of the grave when they saw him. Now, stay with me. Stay with me. I don't want to lose you. How many of you know visions and dreams are the blueprints that God uses to build a life? That God uses to build your life. Visions and dreams are the blueprints that God uses to build all of our lives. Amen? A vision is a picture of an expected end. Say that with me. A vision is a picture of an expected end. So when God gives you a vision, what he's doing is he's putting his fingerprint on the pattern for your life. He's marking you. Amen? Because listen, you will not live your life according to your discipline, you will always live your life according to your dream. Hmm? Isn't that right? Olympic athletes do not practice for 4 years because they want to be disciplined. They practice 4 years because they want to win the gold medal. They have a dream. And in order to get that dream and in order to get that gold medal, they become disciplined. You know what? We got tons of people out there trying to get the discipline without the dream. Huh? If you don't have the vision, then the discipline don't make any sense. It makes no sense. The discipline, all you do is you become legalistic. And you become religious and rigid. It's not even the means to the end. You're just disciplined to be disciplined so you can say that you're disciplined. Churches are full of people like that that are holy. But they're not holy at all. They're full of themselves. Come on, somebody. Dead dreams on the inside and living under a bunch of law and showing up every Sunday singing praise to God.
1: And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m., Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church, whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group. There's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family.
0: The only reason we discipline ourselves is for the vision of our life. Because God puts dreams on the inside. Huh? So, what do I do? There are three things I I don't want for my life. The first thing I don't want for my life is I don't want to live in regret. Say that with me I don't want to live in regret. I've made up my mind, I'm not living in regret. Have I made mistakes? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm not living in regret, amen? I'm not going to live my life. And when I get to an age where I'm older, get to heaven or something, look back and go, boy, I wish I had done that. If I only. Man, I wonder what would have happened if I had turned here and went there instead of going over here. Man, if I had invested that money in the kingdom like I when they did that and I didn't do it, what would God have done? I'm not going to live my life in regret. I wonder where I'd be right now, huh? Listen, come on, say it with me. I'm not going to live my life in regret. And number two, I'm not going to live my life in retreat. There's a lot of people out there backing up. Hmm? Say it with me. I'm not going to live my life in retreat. I'm sorry. This is in me. I don't believe we back up. I don't believe that. Amen. I don't believe in retreat. There are some things you just don't do, and you don't back up. You keep moving forward. You don't go back a year and go, boy, they sure blew it back then. I don't know what they were thinking. They messed everything up. You better stop backing up. Come on now. Woo! You don't shut up. You don't put up. You don't, you don't back up. What you do is you stand up. And you stand in faith, amen? And you get a backbone of faith and you say, I'm not going to let this thing die. I'm going to put my whole life into it. I'm going to stand in faith. Come hell or high water, nothing's going to stop this. It's the promise of God. It's the dream of God. It's the vision of God. And I'm not backing up. Hallelujah. I've had people come to me after they've seen the finances in this church and they go, how in the world Trish is still in shock. She just started doing the books about eight weeks ago. How in the world are you going to make it through this month, Pastor? The money is not there. I say, well, the money ain't been there for three years. We're here. Because I'm not backing up. Amen. Amen. I got too much favor on my life for this whole thing to go up in smoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to stand up and I'm going to believe the report of the Lord because God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, be all I could ever think and ask according to his power that works in me and through me. Hallelujah. And if he can't bring me out, then when I get to heaven, I might go, whoa, maybe I did mess up. But you know what? I still ain't backing up. Hallelujah. I ain't going to dodge it. I ain't going to run from it. I'm going to face it and believe that God is able. My God is able. Hallelujah. And number three, and if you haven't been able to tell this about me yet, you ought to know it by now, but I'm not going to live my life in reserve. Hallelujah. I'm going to be reserved. Oh, bless God. Hallelujah. Bless God. Bless God. Bless God. No, 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 no. I ain't shutting up and I ain't backing up and I ain't going to live my life in reserve. I'm not going to I'm not going to hold out and say, "Boy, I'm gonna keep this money for a rainy day." Man, I'm gonna put this off to the side. In other words, I don't want to get to heaven full. I want to get to heaven poured out. I want to know that I was poured out like Paul was poured out. You can't take none of it with you anyway. Huh? There are far too many leaders, far too many Christians that choose predictability and fulfillment where they want a life where they know everything that's going to happen and when it's going to happen rather than one that's full of adventure and one that comes with expectations they never expected. Amen. That a whole house full of people in churches all across this nation just want to know what's going to happen next before they do anything. God's called us to live a life of adventure. How I many you know that kind of life drives orderly people crazy? Hmm? It does, don't it? I'm married I married an orderly person. I've been driving her crazy for twenty years. Listen, there's really only three kinds of people in the world. You're either a pioneer, a pioneer is constantly saying there's gold in them there hills. Let's get over there them there hills and dig for some gold. Pioneer, somebody say pioneer. pioneer. Amen. And you're either a pioneer or you're a settler. Come on, we got to have settlers. Amen. Settlers are the ones that kind of manage all the land that the pioneers discover. And they and they build on it. Amen. We need both. Isn't that right? Yeah. But the third type of people are the museum keepers. Huh? And they're the ones that give tours saying, you know, 43 years ago, there was a powerful move of God in this place. We don't really know what it was about, but it was powerful. <laughs> Wouldn't know a move of God if it slapped them upside the head. Look what they did. See how they did. Look how they are. I ain't got a clue what it means, but they did it. Hmm? This is our museum. Truth Museum. Truth Museum. I don't believe we ought to have museums showing off the revivals of the past and what God did in the last generations. I believe we ought to have some pioneers and some settlers and some people that know how to take new territory and move into the promise that God's called them into. Amen? How many believe that this morning?
1: Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and, of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. This is Dave Freeland, your host on Sounds of Joy, inviting you to listen Sunday mornings at 6 on WCNO-FM.
0: This is WCNO, Palm City, the Good News Station. Welcome
1: to...